Welcome to the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast with Lee W. Mowen. This is a weekly podcast dedicated to sports happening in the Cincinnati and Dayton, Ohio region. Visit theleewmowen.com slash podcasts to listen on your favorite platforms like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Spotify, the iHeartRadio app, and more. Follow the host on Twitter at the Lee W. Mowen and the podcast at Cindy Pod. Opening theme is Arpy by Dan Hennig from the YouTube Music Library Collection. Now for your host, Lee W. Mowen. Episode 140 of the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast. And this week's episode is a topic that I thought I'd never cover while having a podcast or being part of the media. And that is, we're not talking sports. Okay, there is a little bit to talk about later on this episode with the National Football League's free agent market being open and the Bengals making a couple big splashes. A few by addition yesterday and a couple by subtraction today. Again, we'll talk a little bit about that as this episode rolls along. If you follow me on Twitter, at the Lee W. Mowen, you have seen plenty of tweets saying, This is cancelled. By this, I mean certain leagues, certain schools, certain sports, certain everything being wiped off, cancelled. Well, it started off with March Madness, and as you probably already guessed by now, there is no big dance this year. No women's big dance, no men's big dance, no NIT. In fact, what was it, the CBI that canceled, or was it the CIT? One of those two. But, yeah, no college basketball playoffs. I think it's the first time since 1939 that that's happened. Yeah, kind of a big deal. And then... NHL, NBA suspending seasons for now, MLB's opening day pushed back a couple weeks, MILB, that's minor league baseball, they're pushed back a couple of weeks too. And what really hurts me the most, this spring season I was really looking forward to being PA announcer at UD and Wright State, you know. As opposed to any other year where I'm not. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, I had a very full slate of college baseball and softball to announce. And the A-10 and Horizon League have wiped that off. It's not happening. You know, I'm going to talk a little bit about me later on this podcast, but I feel bad for the players and coaches and staff. I mean, you were looking forward to baseball and softball season, and now there's just nothing. Luckily, I was able to get three games in with the University of Dayton Flyers baseball team and one game in with the Wright State University Raiders baseball team. So I got a little taste of spring before it was eventually wiped off. I believe the Horizon League officially called the spring season, what was it, Monday? The day before Wright State baseball was scheduled to host Ohio State. And... Today, while it's raining, so it might have not happened, but Wright State was supposed to host Indiana State for baseball. Yeah, this is a very tough time. There is very little sports going on in the world, 
In fact, most sports channels have to either think outside the box to not run out of ideas like, well, there's no new sports. What are we supposed to talk about? Well, I think they fixed that with NFL free agent market being open. Can't wait for them to run it into the ground. In fact, I heard Tom Brady leaving New England several times already on radio, which I get big news, but it's just, it's the same topic, just different flavors, no matter what you go on the dial, which is why we need local radio, but I'm not diving into that yet. There is a little tidbit of news about local sports radio too, and actually let's go ahead and dive into that now. As you know, Mark Schlemmer, great guy, and my friend, hopefully yours too, He's been a part of Wing AM 1410 for quite some time. In fact, a little over two years now. He was part of this podcast early on as a common guest, and it was a lot of fun uh, getting to pick his brain about sports because the man has seen a lot. The man has managed baseball, independent baseball, and was it Sioux Fall? Yeah, I believe it's Sioux Falls. And then it's like, no, it's the other Sioux. It's like, oh! But I, I like Mark Schlemmer, and I'm, I was very happy when he got back in the radio. Well, today is the last day that Mark Schlemmer will be on 1410. And you can listen to that. Hopefully, we get this episode done before that starts. 3 p.m. today, Wednesday. And, yeah, I'm, I'm going to miss Mark on the radio. I, I love hearing Mark on the radio, and I know Mark enjoy doing that as well. But health and you know so it is a very sad moment for all of us here in Dayton so definitely give that a listen to but you know give Mark Schlemmer one final hurrah off local sports radio I'm definitely going to be listening in probably calling in tell Mark thank you for everything he's done for me so That was that little bit of news, and now we're talking again about the coronavirus. This thing is serious, and I'm not getting into debates that, oh, it's just the flu, the flu's killed so many more. Yeah, but how long has the flu been around compared to the coronavirus? Which, it's very scary. And to see sports just close up shop, push seasons back, suspend seasons even, it's... This is scary. We're living in scary times. And now stores are starting to shut down. Of course, there's in the news that big whole scrum of everyone's hoarding toilet paper and everything. I've been fairly lucky in terms of finding stuff that I've needed. If you don't need it, then leave it for others that do need it. And don't hoard things either. I mean, come on. That's been your, you know little niceness of the day. But yeah, this this time it's it's very scary. My whole spring season has been wiped away and I I'm kind of waiting on standby to see what the dragons are going to do cuz remember their season opener is supposed to be April the 9th that Thursday against against Great Lakes and now it's that's up in the air. And I don't know when it's going to get better. I don't know when it's going to change. This this is new territory for everyone here. It's a very scary time and yours truly <laughs> my stress level hasn't been this high since um well ever. 
If you followed me for a long time, you know that uh, I've always been just about finding a broadcasting job and getting into the field. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this sucks. I'm not going to lie to you. In fact, uh, going back to my Twitter account, I made the joke that with all the retweets I've done, I feel like those scrolling marquees on the bottom of TVs or on the bottom of uh, news programs when it, there's bad weather outside, I feel like one of those saying, all these are canceled. And then I dropped the F-bomb mentioning how scared I was because there is, um, <laughs> there's no income for me now because spring season is canceled. And I'm still trying to figure out what I'm going to do. So, and also I made the mention that who knew that Futurama would guess that all sports would be canceled thanks to SportsBot 5000. Yeah, this is a, this is a very bad time. And I'm not going to get further into it. That's about all I'm going to talk about myself. But it's a very scary time. And... We need each other, as the human race, as people that live in Dayton, Ohio, Cincinnati, Ohio, and all points in between, or wherever you're listening to this podcast. We need to remember that we're, we gotta be there for each other. And I hope people do realize that, and I hope, you know, we come to that sense again, meaning that, you know, people will be there for you. I know I'm there for folks, but We'll see. Like I mentioned, there's not a lot of sports to talk about, of course. There are a few things that did catch my eye. Which, by the way, I mentioned college basketball and college sports being wiped out. Same with high school sports. In fact, the ice hockey playoffs were down to the Final Four. Who knows if we're going to have a state champion in that. I mean, basketball, it's getting close to re- rewarding state titles to the winners. And spring sports, who who really knows when that's going to start up? Now, the OHSAA did mention that there's going to be a stream Thursday at noon, I believe. Um, uh, it's from OHSAA Sports on Twitter, and you can watch it from there. It's a free stream, I believe. To address winter sports tournaments and spring sports. This is from M. Ghoul on Twitter. Which, see Toledo? No, Cleveland.com. Okay. Like I said, this very scary time. And yes, it is OHSAA.TV if you want to watch that live stream tomorrow. It'll also be on the Twitter and Facebook feeds of OHSAA Sports. Again, tomorrow, Thursday at noon. If you are missing baseball, I know PBS and Ken Burns have partnered to stream baseball on the free PBS video app so everyone can enjoy the national pastime together. And also it's available in Canada for Blue Jays, Expos, and other baseball fans up in the north. Like I mentioned, this is not a news podcast. I can't tell you what's happening. I know UD Arena is currently being used as a coronavirus testing site. Yours truly did actually had to get tested because I've been sick since mid-November, and I'm worried that's what it is. I'm hoping not, but we'll find out in a couple days.
I'm pretty sure I'm not supposed to be mentioning that, but there you go. So yeah, a little bit of stressful time all around. So the few news bits that I can talk about, we'll talk about a new hire for Centerville Oaks Hockey. And if you followed the program for quite some time, you might recognize this name. Tim Evans is your new head coach of the Centerville Elks hockey team. If you followed the team from 1988 until 2004, you know Tim Evans had a very, very good program with the Elks. A record of 327 wins, 175 losses, and 23 ties. And an unprecedented seven-year run from 1995-96 all the way to 2002-2003. The Elks made it to the state final four the first two seasons, and the Elite Eight the last five. So, yeah, Centerville was pretty darn ace back in the day. Ten league championships for the Elks, and runners-up four overtimes during his previous 16-year stint as the head coach. He's coming back out of retirement to lead the 2020-2021 Centerville Elks. Got to meet him during one of the last hockey games I called. Great guy and should be a very pleasant future up ahead for Centerville. Tim Evans, now the head coach of the Centerville Elks. That's something that really got me excited to read. A little bit of history on the Elks hockey program. Granted, Evans wasn't the head coach when Centerville won the state title back in 1979, but hey, there's success there. Like I said, Elite Eight, last five times in that role, and the first two were state Final Four. So, yeah. There's also, we're not going to get into uh, Bengals talk yet, we're going to have a little break before we dive into that. There is some sad news from the Champion City Kings. And this is from yesterday on Twitter, Champ City Kings, if you'd like to follow. Jeff Swetland, former King, he succumbed to the injuries he sustained in a tragic car accident last Friday. So Jeff's, Jet Swetland passed away. Our thoughts and prayers go out to his family as well as to all those involved in the accident. Once a King, always a King. Once we get the Prospect League season underway... I believe I'm going to dedicate this broadcasting season to Jet Swetland and his family. Because I feel like that's the right thing to do. And I'm terribly sorry to the Swetland family for the loss. I believe he was on last year's team when I got to fill in as PA announcer for a game. It's very sad to hear such a life taken like that. So, again... Thoughts and prayers to the Swetland family on Jet Swetland passing away due to a tragic car accident last Friday. Looking at what else I could talk about that's not about cancellations. <laughs> There's not a lot. NAIA's canceled off their basketball playoffs, so the Indiana University East Red Wolves don't even get to participate in that, nor do Thomas More and the Saints. There is a little bit of a contest going on. By a little bit, I mean there's a contest going on. This is on Twitter at Hockey underscore Ohio. Scott does a great job covering all hockey teams in the state. OhioHockeyDigest.com There will be a state champion crowned in Ohio. How are we going to crown? Well, 
who's got the best jerseys. Coaches can submit one picture of the jersey they'd like to enter into the competition, home, away, or thirds, by Wednesday, April the 8th, by emailing it to scott at ohiohockeydigest.com. It can be an action shot, a player pose, or a hung jersey, but it will ideally show the front and the sleeve and shoulder area. And eventually, Scott will determine the format for the tournament once we see how many suggestions go in. By we, I mean him. But voting will take place again, OhioHockeyDigest.com. Yours truly already sent in one application, and it is the Centerville Elks home jerseys. The Elks home white jerseys, brand new this year. They have the CH logo, the same logo that the Elks had when they won the state title back in 79. But there's really no shortage of great hockey sweaters in Southwest Ohio. As you know, I've talked a lot. I know that was a weird uh, transaction of thoughts, but I've talked a lot about Olentangy Oranges hockey jerseys being my favorite, yes. But uh, yeah, the home white jerseys, they're clean. I can read them easily. And they're great jerseys. Very Boston Bruins-ish. There's a small elk on both shoulders, which I'm hoping the pictures that I sent in got that little detail. But yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to this. And also, there's going to be a college bracket as well. The ACHA teams, I believe the Dayton Flyers were the first one to jump in on this. Like, hey, what about the college teams? So there's going to be college sweaters in their own separate bracket, which is awesome. So hopefully there's a lot of people sending in their favorite picks. And I realize that, oh, it's coaches. I'm not a coach. I'm a broadcaster. But, hey, you know, I'll send in my vote anyway for the Elks jerseys. Quarantine day six. Uh, I'm sure you saw this on Twitter from GNUMAN1979 Gnuman. 1979, sure, let's call it that. Quarantine Day 6, it's someone with a sock puppet eating incoming traffic from his or theirs second story level. So it's really sock puppet eating traffic. It's pretty great. Very tough having a sports podcast with no sports to talk about, which, uh, like I mentioned, this is unprecedented times. I mean, I hope we're going to be okay, but I really don't know. And, like I mentioned, yours truly is very scared. Because I was really looking forward to a pretty busy spring season. And now that's that's gone. So, I should also mention the ECHL canceled the rest of their 2019-2020 season. Which means no playoffs. And the Cyclones, I believe, were the only ones in the Central Division to clinch a playoff spot. The Southern Professional Hockey League followed suit. They have canceled the rest of their season. The Federal Prospect Hockey League has canceled the rest of their season. There's a couple of junior hockey leagues that did, I think, the NAHL called the season. It's scary to think how, how this is affecting the world. Another interesting tidbit. That I found. This is from Go Bearcats MSOC. That's University of Cincinnati men's soccer. Hilton Day steps down as men's soccer coach. Now you know how much I always love Wright State Cincinnati battling. Because it's a great rivalry. 
men's soccer, that is no exception. Hilton Days was a Wright State great. Not only did he play at Wright State and had a very tremendous career, but he coached both the men's and the women's in his tenure at Wright State, not at the same time though, and then took the job at UC. Hilton Days leaves UC as the winningest men's soccer head coach, as John Cunningham, the new director of athletics, announced. Days mentions that he reflected long and hard about his last few years at Cincinnati. Feels like this is the time to step away and allow the new leadership the opportunity to bring in a new coach. Days has cherished his time as a Bearcat and feels like it's the right thing to do to give the program a fresh start with a new AD. It's a very difficult decision, but one that Hilton Days is at peace with. He's always a Bearcat and wishes the program and the university nothing but the best. 140 wins in his 19 seasons at UC and 236 victories in his 29 years as a collegiate head coach, like I mentioned, coming over to Cincinnati from Wright State as, you know, the women's head coach and the men's head coach. It was a big jump. Big jump. The Conference USA Coach in Year in 2003, Days led the Bearcats to league titles in that same year in 2006. Mentored three NSCAA All-Americans, three COSIDA Academic All-Americans, and 39 All-Conference selections during his tenure. And checking out men's soccer to see if there is a new coach name yet. I don't believe there will be, because this news was released March 13th. So five days ago. I wouldn't think they'd have a coach name like that, but yeah, it's going to be a little different time. Although I see Noah Lawrence, who is the Bearcats' main goalie, he accepted an invitation to Houston Dynamo goalkeeper camp, which is really cool. Get to be part of a goalkeeper camp with an MLS organization, so that's really cool. So best of luck to Hilton Days and his next tenure. And it was really cool to see Wright State great lead UC come back to Wright State and get to announce his name. Really cool. So Hilton Day is no longer at UC as the head coach. Outside of the Sunday area, but affecting Wright State and Horizon League, UIC parting ways with Steve McLean. Which was interesting because, if you remember, McLean led the Flames to an upset semifinal win over Wright State, but couldn't get past Norfolk, Kentucky for the HL title. By the way, that first championship trip since 2004 for UIC. Think about that. That's, what, close to 15 season? So UIC is looking for a new men's basketball head coach. A little bit of a, little bit of a shock, but not really. I mean, UIC... They've always been the bridesmaid, but never the bride. I mean, that's a dangerous UIC team, but they never fully taken advantage of it and run the table. I feel like the Flames should be doing that, so... We'll see how that turns out. Going to OVPL news, you know how much I like this league and what they're doing, and I mentioned that they're growing a women's soccer conference. There's been a couple of additions. The league recently welcomed in the Cleveland Ambassadors to the Ohio Valley Premier League Women's Division. 
This is from March 14th. They also added two more teams in the women. The Cincinnati Saints, which I had to do a triple take on. It's like Cincinnati Saints. That used to be the Dayton Dynamo. But it's another organization. I believe it's another organization. Cincinnati Saints 1 and 2 will be part of the OVPL Women's League. So definitely great to see. There's also a new men's division team. And I have to go back a little bit further. I don't believe it's the Cincinnati Saints. It might be, though. Nope, that's the women's division. Lexington Landsharks were the first in the women's division. Actually, yeah, the Cincinnati Saints are in the men's division. But the team I was talking about, Hoosier Football. That would be Hoosier FC Indiana. So, definitely looking forward to seeing what this league can do and loving the local talent that gets a chance to play in this U23. But, again, with the coronavirus, with a stranglehold on this wonderful blue marble we call Earth, who's to say? Who's to say? We'll step aside. We'll tell you about Tee Public, where you can buy gear supporting the local Sunday Sports Podcast. And then we'll talk a little bit about Bengals, and then we'll let you be for this week, and we'll probably talk a little bit about what's going to be happening since local sports is kind of at a standstill outside NFL free agents. But I believe today, if you go to T Public, you can get about 35% off the gear. This is for Wednesday, March 18th. The site will tell you when there's a big sale. So. How do you access it? Well, take a listen. Hey listeners, did you know that you can buy gear supporting the local Sunday Sports Podcast? Visit theleewmallon.com slash podcast, then click on Buy Podcast Merchandise, made by TeePublic. You can get shirts, hoodies, mugs, phone cases, and even stickers. Check out the local Sunday Sports gear by TeePublic. Before we close out episode 140 for the week, I'd like to take this time to thank the hardworking people out there that still carry on with their jobs despite the coronavirus horror. And that's the grocery store workers, the stockers, the cashiers, everyone that makes the stores still hum and run like nothing's happening in the world. Also, the delivery drivers and the truck drivers that make those things possible. And also the doctors and nurses and all the folks that help ran the coronavirus testing site at the University of Dayton Arena. Which, uh, it's, I don't think that was ever a thing I thought I'd get at UD Arena. Test for COVID-19. I mean, when I go to UD Arena, I expect to see basketball. Maybe low halftime fun. If the baseball parking lot ever gets swelled up, maybe parking my car there to walk to DPNL Stadium, but... Yeah. So, my word of advice, be nice to these folks. They're doing the best that they can. And if you have to go out to the stores, don't hoard. Get the essentials and, you know, make sure that people that maybe have wick and can't afford the other foods, you know? Meyer used to have the wick stickers on the uh, 
little things that say what the prices are. I think they still do. Kroger does, I know. But just be nice to each other out there. Be good to each other. This is a very rough time, especially with no sports happening. We have to be, you know, we have to remember the human element that makes us so great. And we can achieve so much if we just remember to be nice to one another. Let's close out the show with some Cincinnati Bengals talk. As you know, free agents are flying about some of the bigger points of interest. Well, Tom Brady, after 20 years in New England, no longer a Patriot. And in fact, I believe he signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Not sure if it's official or not, but it's looking like Brady's taking his talents down south to Tampa Bay. Philip Rivers from San Diego slash Los Angeles taking his towns to central Indiana and signing a one-year $25 million contract with the Indianapolis Colts. How do I get a piece of that pie? Oh, yeah, be good at sports, and I'm not. I'm good at talking about sports, but uh, no one around here seems to agree, so whatever. Uh, Something else. Uh, Devontae Freeman. I was a little surprised that Atlanta cut him, and... What's his name? Desmond Trufant? Formerly of the Seahawks, and now formerly of the Falcons. He got cut by Atlanta. And I think there's a couple teams interested in Trufant's services. I think the Washington Redskins might be. The Bengals on day number one of free agents. If I could insert the noise of crickets here, I would. But I don't have that noise, and I'm too lazy to find out because I'm missing Mark Schlemmer's last radio show. Things got mixed around and plans got shuffled about. But your first two editions for Cincinnati, and these ones I quite like. This article is Reports, Bengals Enriched Defense with Two Impact Players, written by Jeff Hobson, a senior writer at Bengals.com. Now, officially, the Bengals can't announce the news until 4 o'clock today, and it's about 25 minutes till that point. See, I never have good timing when I do this podcast or something big happens after I upload. It's like, oh, of course. But former Houston Texans nose tackle DJ Reader is now a Bengal and former first-round cornerback in the Vikings and Trey Waynes will be a part of the Cincinnati Bengals for 2020. Your quick scouting reports on both gentlemen. Reader is big, fast, smart, and a great guy. And for Wayne's long, tall cover man that gives the Bengals the kind of run support on the edge they desperately missed. The bottom line on these two signings, defense was a bit rough last year for Cincinnati. I think everything was a bit rough for Cincinnati, but these two signings, according to NFL.com's top 50 free agents, Bengals just signed them number 15 and number 42 in that list. Reader being number 15, Wayne's number 42. Twitter abuzzed with the numbers of DJ Reader's contract. $53 million on a four-year deal for Reader. And according to the Houston Chronicles' Aaron Wilson, that deal makes Reader the NFL's highest-paid nose tackle. Wayne's went for three years, 42 mil. So we're not talking a little small change here. Two big pieces of what's going to be maybe the cornerstone to having a better year than 2-14. and 14. I mean, Bengals are putting their money right there. Now, big thing is, is that going to be too much money on just 
two gentlemen. I mean, time will tell. But you gotta like Bengals signing. And yeah, it wasn't the first day. It was the second day. But you know what? It got done. And the Bengals will announce this a little bit later today. Reader, six foot three, three hundred forty-seven pounds, coming at you. A fifth-round pick coming out of Clemson in twenty sixteen is just the kind of ascending player the Bengals sought for defense needing playmakers and a hybrid 3-4 defense looking for versatility up front and a locker room seeking charismatic leaders. Reader won't turn 26 until July and ranked as the fifth best defensive tackle by ProFootballFocus.com and also has the type of athleticism they can kick out to end at times while playing both the nose and the three technique inside. Rated 5th against the run and 15th on the pass with a total of 35 pressures that included three sacks. This is all Reader, who will replace Andrew Billings next to perennial pole bowl pass rusher Geno Atkins. And that middle looks pretty good for Cincinnati. And something from last year about Bill O'Brien talking about Reader, very hard worker. Really good football player, good technique, really strong player, does a great job of pad level and uses his hands and his footwork to his advantage. And when Houston defeated New England on December 2nd last year, Bill O'Brien also observed, very consistent, very productive. You don't really see inside guys doing some of the things that he does. He's very, very difficult to block. He's a very active player. He's a great teammate, and that needs to continue, and he knows that. I'm hoping his talents come from Houston to Cincinnati because that seems like the sort of thing the Bengals get. Also, with Reader joining the Bengals, he'll join fellow Walter Payton NFL Men of the Year nominees Giovanni Bernard and Carlos Dunlap in the locker room. Let's go on down, talking about Trey Waynes. The six foot one ninety pound Waynes, the eleventh pick in the twenty fifteen draft out of Michigan State, where he was the corner opposite of former Bengal Darquez Denard, who signed a deal with Jacksonville. And the first corner taken brings seventy four games, fifty three starts, and seven interceptions, and won't turn twenty eight until the first week of training camp, so August, I believe. Bengals fans have to like the fact that. At last month's NFL scouting combine, old friend Mike Zimmer, the Vikings head coach, said he hoped Waynes would re-sign in Minnesota. That's not happening. He's signing in Cincinnati. Getting 42 mil for, what was it, three years? Four years? Let's look back on that. Yeah, three years, 42 mil. So yeah, two big signings, and that is coupled with a couple of big releasings. B.W. Webb. Released today, also John Miller, who was the starting right guard for Cincinnati. Cut just one year into the deal he signed last year. And both Webb and Miller were signed before last season. So I still want to see Cincinnati improve that offensive line and maybe get a couple more pieces in the defense. Maybe... I really hope John Ross stays healthy this year because if A.J. Green and Ross are out there, that's a nice wide receiver combo out there. And that's difficult to guard with two speedy wide receivers. But the thing is, Green's coming off an entire season where he didn't play at all. 
and Ross has had trouble staying healthy all these years with the Bengals. I like these signings, and I hope the Bengals continue. I mean, I want to see Cincinnati do well this season. And we still have the draft to talk about next month, which apparently will still happen, but apparently it won't have the people in it. Like, there's no public access to it, so I presume it's just going to be Roger Goodell standing in the podiums like, Hey, the Bengals pick this person. Woo! Like, hey, this team picks this person. Woo! So, we'll see if that changes. Because everything seems like it's changing with this coronavirus epidemic that's hitting us. Granted, that's a pandemic, but you get that. You get what I'm saying. And that will close out episode 140. Just a couple quick things before I sign off for the week. With the lack of local sports going on, can't really talk about the Dayton Flyers. I mean, what a great year. They finished third in the last AP poll, which, I mean, you talk about college basketball and you talk about how well Dayton did. Two overtime losses to Colorado and Kansas, and Kansas finished up there as well. Uh, Great year for the Flyers. Great year for the Raiders, too, although that semifinal loss kind of put a sour taste on that end, and with the coronavirus wiping out March Madness, that's it's like sour candy that gets even more sour, and your face just gets sucked into your throat because that's totally a thing that can happen. You get what I'm saying. It was a very tough ending, and no chance to play in the playoffs. It's even tougher. I mean, for me, college baseball and softball being wiped out, that breaks my heart. I mean, for the players, for the coaches and managers, and for the staffs, and for myself. I was looking forward to having two great college baseball teams and two great D1 college softball teams in the area to talk about, but now I can't. I can't tell you anything about it because the whole seasons are wiped out. No junior college baseball. I was going to say hockey for a minute. It'd be cool if there was JUCO hockey, but I don't know if that's a thing. It isn't in the OCCAC. And... And the and the first year of men's volleyball for Central State. I can't talk about that either because it's not going to happen. It's a very tough time. Again, look after each other. Be nice to each other. Land a helping hand if you can. Just be there for people. That's why I want you to do the listener. Now, I'd like to get the ball rolling again on interviews. And I have to reach out to a couple folks. I mean, with the coronavirus putting a good stop on sports. I think I got some time to work in there. I believe I'm going to be on a local Dayton podcast this week, and I'll pull that up for you to talk a little bit about it. I'm going to be recording it on Friday, Friday night, and it's going to be talking about how the coronavirus is affecting businesses. The last time I checked, commenting on that, I think I was the only guy in sports to actually say, hey, yeah, coronavirus kind of threw everything out of whack and uh, wasn't great. And of course, this is the time where Facebook decides to take its slow, jolly time. As I'll tell you what that podcast is, it's by Steve Harmon. And it's a local Daytonian podcast, too. It is called An Hour of Your Life, and I definitely hope you'll give it a listen. And again, it's 
a local Dayton podcast reaching out to local Daytonians. So, I love it. We have a nice community out here. And that will wrap up episode 140. Again, hopefully we'll get interviews rolling. And, you know, I, I there's been a couple that I wanted to do and I just never got around to. So, I gotta reach out to the folks and hopefully we'll get a couple made, a couple recorded and ready to go. So, we release it and continue this podcast. There's no chance I'm going to stop this podcast. I'll figure out stuff to talk about. And hopefully, we'll we'll make it through this. We'll be okay. This is episode 140 of the local Sunday Sports Podcast. Again, right now, Wednesday at about 3.36. Mark Schlemmer has his last radio show on 1410. I'm sure it'll be on wingam.com sometime. But Mark, thank you for everything you've done. I'm very happy to see you got back into the Dayton media market on Wing. It's great to hear about your stories on this podcast, which, by the way, anyone that wants to, it's still available on podcasts. No matter how you listen to it, it's some of the oldest episodes, so sound quality might not be as great. But hopefully i get Mark on here once again when he's available and ready. This is Lee W. Mound signing off, and I'll talk to you again next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast with Lee W. Mowen. To subscribe to the podcast, please visit the leewmowen.com slash podcast. From there, you can choose your favorite platform, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Spotify, the iHeartRadio app, and many more. Interact with the podcast and host on Twitter at the Lee W. Mowen and at Sunday Pod. Like the Facebook page, the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast, and download the free Flick Chat app. Then search for the local Sunday sports group to submit your future Mowen's Mailbag questions. The closing theme is Lights Go Down by Dan Hennig, provided by the YouTube Music Library Collection. This is Lee W. Mowen, and I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. Please join me again next week on the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast.